0: What's poppin' everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today I'm bringing you guys a 12-team PPR mock draft on FantasyPros.com. Now, obviously, right now, Fantasy is really the only way you can do a mock draft. On Sleeper, it's just not updated enough with this year's ADP, so it's like impossible to do a mock on there. So for now, we're going to be sticking with FantasyPros.com. Now, before we get into the video, I would like to tell you guys to please click that subscribe button down below. Not only is it going to help me, it's going to help you guys win your Fantasy football championship and that starts right now so click that subscribe button and also if you can go on my apple podcast link down below in the description notorious fantasy football give it a five-star review i will make sure to read it on the next video so like i said 12 team ppr mock draft from the 10th overall spot one quarterback two running backs two wide outs a tight end flex kicker defense and six bench spots so let's get right into the video And we are from the 10th spot, like I said. I typically like to pick towards the back half of the draft. That's just my ideal spot. I just personally like it better because I get to pick two or multiple picks towards the back end. It's just I just like it so much more like you get that nice swing action. I don't know why I like it so much. I prefer to pick you in the middle or at the beginning because in the at the back half, you typically get two good players in your first and second round, whereas in a... Obviously, all the players are good in the first or second round, but I feel a lot more confident with those guys, whereas if I'm the first pick, I get McCaffrey, and then I get someone else who I don't like as much as someone who I would get in the back here, but I obviously get that advantage of having Christian McCaffrey. There will be a video on that later in the offseason. So the first- First pick of the draft was Run CMC, Chris McCaffrey, followed by Saquon Barkley, Michael Thomas, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Tyreek Freak Hill, and Joe Mixon. So, to only two wideouts go out of the first nine picks of the draft, not to typical or very typical actually nothing too new about that Michael Thomas obviously the wide receiver one by far dude catches a zillion passes every single game Tyreek Hill also a great option definitely a more unreliable option but still super reliable just not as reliable as Michael Thomas so it is our pick right here the running back still available we got guys like Aaron Jones Nick Chubb Austin Eckler Leonard Fournette Josh Jacobs Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley. Wide receiver still available. David or Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin. So in this video, I think we're actually going to go with a wide receiver here early because I want to see what that does because typically I go with a running back in the first round. So we're going to go with a wide receiver in the first round. I love this value here. Now, it's a toss-up to me between Devontae Adams and a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. Now, DeAndre Hopkins moves to a new team. He flies straight to Arizona because Bill O'Brien is an idiot. Doesn't know how to manage the Houston Texans, so that's okay with me. I like DeAndre Hopkins here in Arizona. Devontae Adams is going to be very safe in Green Bay, but I think, I think, I think at the end of the day, I might like Devontae Adams slightly more. Let me know down below in the comments who you like better, Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins. But I'm going to be picking DeAndre Hopkins here because I do really like this upside in this new this new Arizona offense for Devontae or not Devontae Adams for DeAndre Hopkins because I just think that this Cliff Kingsbury system they are a very high flying offense. going to throw the ball a whole lot and that obviously is a huge advantage for your wide receiver. So I like DeAndre Hopkins here as my wide receiver number one and he is the wide receiver three selected in the draft. So after I went with DeAndre Hopkins Oh, I did not mean to click on that, fellas. After I went with DeAndre Hopkins, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Devontae Adams came off the board. So here we're going to be looking towards running back. We are not going to be doing an RB0 strategy here. So we're going to be going with probably the running backs available, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Kenny Drake. Now, right now, if I'm at this pick, I would have much preferred Nick Chubb to any of these guys. But I don't mind picking Austin Eckler here. I think that Austin Eckler, by the time it is draft season, is going to be a back end of the first round draft pick probably going around 11 or 12 that would not surprise me Austin Eckler had a momentous season last year and then Melvin Gordon just recently gets shipped off to Denver The rivals Austin Eckler had an amazing season finished as running back three or four in 2019 being with Gordon there about half the time he had 16 games 132 rushes for 557 yards 4.2 yards to carry 92 receptions 993 receiving yards three fumbles, and 11 total touchdowns. Those touchdown total, I think, stays near the same. I think he gets over 1,000 receiving yards and gets over probably near around 800 rushing yards. I think that he has the potential to be the RB1 in fantasy football. I think he is run CMC light now. He's not going to do as good as Christian McCaffrey because there is going to be another guy there for the Chargers that is going to get the ball. The run CMC literally is the whole offense of the Panthers. Eckler is not the whole offense of the Chargers, but I do think that Eckler has the potential to be great this season, so that's who I'm going to go with here at the two three. So after we went with Austin Eckler, Julio Jones came off the board, followed by Chris Godwin, Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Odell Beckham Jr., Kenny Galladay, Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, George Kittle, Juju Smith-Schuster, Pat Mahomes. Lamar Jackson, Kenyon Drake, AJ Brown, Chris Godwin, Todd Girly. So Travis Kelsey, the first tight end off the board. Typically, you actually are going to be seeing a guy like George Kittle be the second, or I mean the first tight end off the board. A lot of people like George Kittle more. I prefer Travis Kelsey, but it's splitting hairs there. They are both very close. But Zach Ertz going ahead of George Kittle to me makes zero sense. George Kittle is by far the second best tight end. I would even say that Mark Andrews is going to finish much higher than a guy like Zach Ertz. I do not really believe in a guy like Zach Ertz. Another pick I want to talk about here is Mr. Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. I do not believe that you should draft a quarterback in the first three rounds of the draft, the first four rounds of the draft. I mean, the fourth round, fifth round is when I would start to think about it. But if you're drafting a quarterback in the first or second round, you're a dumbass. If you're drafting him in the third round, you're slightly not as much of a dumbass, but you still are. You should not be drafting Pat Mahomes or Lamar Jackson in the third round of a 12-team league where you can easily find value at the quarterback position much later. So right here we are back. We have DeAndre Hopkins and Austin Eckler to start our team. A nice one-two punch at the running back and wide Receiver position. There are still a lot of quarterbacks, still a lot of running backs, still a lot of wide receivers because we're early in the draft. At the wide receiver position, we've got guys like DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton. So we're going to go ahead and attack the running back position here because if I'm being completely honest with you, the value is going to fall off probably before our next pick. But we're going to go ahead and look at the board before we make this selection. So The reason you want to look at the board is to make sure you know who's drafting around you. So we have to draft and then Game of Throws drafts and then saved by the Lev Bell draft. So they have Nick Chubb and Leonard Fournette. So they're likely going to draft a wide receiver game of throws has Aaron Jones and Devonta Adams so they could go either way but they're picking twice before we come back so we really need to get a running back here if we really want a running back or we could go wide receiver if we see a huge tier gap here and I think that may be what we are doing here because I see a huge tier gap in the wide receivers here. A guy like DJ Moore to me is just so much better than a guy like Allen Robinson or Keenan Allen or Cortland Sutton. While I like all three or all four of those wide receivers I think that DJ Moore is the answer. While I am a bit worried about Teddy Bridgewater being The quarterback now of the Carolina Panthers last season, DJ Moore put up 15 games, 87 total receptions, 135 total targets of 1,175 yards, and just four touchdowns. He had a great season. I think that he continues on a momentous wave yet again in 2020. His quarterbacks last season were garbage. I guess Cam Newton was pretty bad, and then he got hurt. And then they had Kyle Allen, who was not really hot at all. I think Will Greer even played a game. So I don't really believe that Teddy Bridgewater is much worse than those guys. He's probably even better than them, so I'd go with DJ Moore here and pray to the gods that a running back falls to me. So I have with DJ Moore, Allen Robinson at the board, followed by Austin Hooper, Melvin Gordon, and Devin Singletary. Now, Austin Hooper gets moved to the Cleveland Browns, and to me, I do not like that move for fantasy football. The Cleveland Browns is not going to be the best place for Austin Hooper to be. There are so many options on that team, Odell, Chubb, Curry, uh, Kareem Hunt. They have Jarvis. They have Austin Hooper. They have David Njoku. They have so many guys there that it's such a cluttered team. I don't believe that Austin Hooper will be worthy of the fourth tight end slot, and I would much rather draft a guy like Mark Andrews ahead of him. Melvin Gordon and Devin Singletary come after him. Melvin Gordon, now this is a curious case. He goes to Denver. So what's going to happen in Denver? It's probably going to be a bit of a share because Melvin Gordon and Mr. Philip Lindsay are both going to command. Kerry is both going to be um wanting to catch the ball out of the backfield. They're both good at both assets of the game. So I think it's gonna be like a 60-40 split in Melvin Gordon's favor, but you never know with the Denver Broncos. Last year, it was confusing between Rolls-Royce and Philip Lindsay. So I think I'd probably stray away from that situation. But in the fourth round, it definitely could present some value. So right here... We're in the fourth round, and the running backs of we got Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram, Marlon Mack, Kerryon Johnson, James Conner, Damian Williams, David Montgomery. So here to me, there's a blaring number one guy here, and it's Le'Veon Bell. Now, I know last year Le'Veon Bell did not perform up to everyone's liking, but he was also without Sammy Darnold, Sammy Mano a couple of games. I think that Le'Veon Bell was very, very safe last season, especially in a PPR format. He's going to be a safety net for your team because he's going to be catching a lot of the balls out of the backfield. So I think that Le'Veon Bell is a super safe option here in the fourth round. And the guy that I would find it very hard to leave this round without Mark Andrews, not Mark Andrews, Mark Ingram is obviously also a talented running back. If we look at last season though, he scored a bunch of touchdowns, 15 touchdowns, and I think that goes down. So I'd much rather go with a guy like Le'Veon Bell who did bad, who I think has the upside to do better, but even his bad is not really that bad considering the elite talent that he has. Le'Veon Bell was with us, and then we went with, and then the computer went with Darren Waller, Devontae Parker, Keenan Allen, Marky Mark Andrews, Cortland Sutton, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Marlon Mack, James Conner, Mark Ingram, A.J. Green, Robert Woods, On Johnson, Tyler Lockett. Now, to me, guys, the fantasy pros needs to fix it so that I can see where these running backs are ranked. I would have looked at a guy like DeAndre Swift or Jonathan Taylor in the fourth round. I probably would have went Bell before them because it's much safer because right now we don't know where these running backs are going to go. Jonathan Taylor, I prefer over DeAndre Swift, but right now that's without their landing spot. One of these guys should end up in a spot where they are going to be able to perform big time, maybe in Tampa, maybe on Miami, where they'll be like the compliment to Jordan Howard. I really like that move there. So right now through four rounds, we currently have Austin Eckler, Le'Veon Bell, DeAndre Hopkins, and D j more so we're going to go ahead and fill out our flex option likely here unless note mark andrews has been taken i already read that off so we are not going to be looking towards that we're going to get our flex option here and we are actually going to go ahead here and draft a guy that I actually think has some decent upside in 2020, and that is David Montgomery. Now, I know David Montgomery is a guy that most people, he left a poor taste in your mouth, and that poor taste might have been a load because he blew it straight in your mouth and fucked you over. In 2019, he played in all 16 games. One of those games, his ankle was completely fucked up. 242 attempts, 889 rushing yards, 25 receptions for 185 receiving guards, and 7 total touchdowns. So his touchdown total was not too bad, but the yards per attempt, not too hot. It was just a not-too-hot option in um, Chicago last year. Now they bring in Big Dick Nick Foles, and I think that makes it a lot easier for David Montgomery because Mitchell Trubisky was not that good. Big Dick Nick Foles is much better than him. I think he will be the starting quarterback. I think David Montgomery has a solid sophomore season in the NFL, a much better season. Now one thing you have to understand is that he's not going to catch a lot of passes. 25 receptions is probably, 30 receptions is probably the ceiling, if I'm being honest with you. 30-35 because Tre Cohen is the pass catching back on the team, so that does kind of hurt him, but I do like him for some solid upside here, and as a guy that I don't have to start every single week, he is my flex right now, but I could easily throw in the guy I draft now to be that flex, so I don't really hate that at all, a solid why or solid running back three. So after we went with David Montgomery, um DJ Chark, DK Metcalf, Michael Gallup, and Hunter Henry came off the board. Three rookies in a row. No, Michael Gallup's not a rookie, but two rookies in a row. DJ Chark, DK Metcalf, rookies last season. Hunter Henry went as well. I like DJ Chark, DK Metcalf, and Michael Gallup a lot. Hunter Henry, I do believe in a lot as well in LA. My only worry though is, is it going to be Tyrod? Is it going to be someone else? You would assume it would be someone else, but the coaches are coming out and saying, oh, it's Tyrod Taylor. I think that's kind of bullshit but that's just me I think he has potential if he could stay healthy obviously his injury concerns are huge though because that man cannot get out of that blue tent so right now the quarterbacks are very wide open here in the sixth round Pat Mahomes Lamar Jackson were the only quarterbacks taken thus far so it's really just wide open here You can do whatever you want. If you want to draft a quarterback here in the sixth round, I would not blame you, but I am not going to. I typically like to wait on the quarterbacks. But right now, if you're in your at-home league, and you're playing with 12 friends who are not, like, super sharp like you. They're not subscribed to this channel. If you're not subscribed already, click that subscribe button. They're not subscribed. They don't follow fantasy football. They're going to be drafting. They'll probably be, like, six quarterbacks drafted right now. There's only been two, but obviously, if you're playing a more sharper type of league with a bunch of guys who watch YouTube videos, a bunch of guys who do their research, this is how a draft is likely going to look. So we're going to go ahead and draft probably a wide receiver here to be my flex option over a guy like David Montgomery strictly because they would be more safe. So still on the board, we got T.Y. Hilton, Juliet Edelman, Terry McLaurin, Jarvis Landry, Debo Samuel, Tyler Boyd. A lot of names that I really like here. But, to me, T.Y. Hilton is a bit of an injury concern. Julian Edelman, I'm not sure what he is going to do, actually, without Tom Brady. I am very worried about Julian Edelman. So, I think I'm going to go with Terry Scary McLaurin here. Scary Terry McLaurin. I mean, last season, his rookie year, he put up some pretty nice numbers. 14 games, 58 receptions, 93 targets, 919 yards, almost 1,000 yards in just 14 games. And over seven seven touchdowns, that's very good. Almost a 1,000 yards. I mean, this season, he should be much better. Dwayne Haskins and him played in college together, and somehow Dwayne Hashkins just forgot how to throw him the ball. If Dwayne Haskins gets better, if that line is somewhat better, if that team is just any bit better, Terry McLaurin should be able to easily eat. He's the only wide receiver option on that team unless they're dumping the ball off to Darius Geis, who's probably going to be in the injury tent, or if they dump the ball off to Adrian Peterson. So I like the ball in Terry McLaurin's hand. I think Terry McLaurin is a solid option in fantasy football for 2020. So, the other option who I was really looking at actually went right after Scary Terry McLaurin. I thought he may have fallen to the seventh round because in a lot of drafts I've seen, he actually falls that far. So, that is Tyler Boyd. I made a video about wide receiver sleepers. If you want to check that out after the video, make sure to. It's on my channel. Tyler Boyd is an amazing wide receiver. He I think he'll be a top 15 wide receiver potentially. I love Scary Terry McLaurin's potential. That's why I went with him, but it was very close to me between him and Tyler Boyd. So, I after that went Evan Ingram, Russell Wilson, T.Y. Hilton, Julian Edelman, Debo, Samuel, Dickey, Dak Prescott, Jarvis Landry, Deshaun Watson, John Brown, Kyler Murray, Will Fuller, Christian Kirk, Marquise Brown, Jameis Winston, Damian Williams, Matt Stafford, Raheem Moster. So two quarterbacks went within the first five rounds. and Another run went one, two, three, four, five, six went before the seventh round closes. up to me, that is outstanding. That is what is going to be happening in your drafts. Someone drafts a quarterback late and then someone else goes, holy fuck. I'm not going to get a quarterback. They draft a quarterback. Don't hop on the runs. Just wait. The value at other positions is going to be there for you, and you draft a quarterback later. So, to me, this is a bit confusing, though, because Russell Wilson, Dak, Deshaun Watson, not that random of an order. Without DeAndre Hopkins, I think Deshaun Watson does fall, so that does make sense. Then Kyler Murray, I like that. But then Jameis Winston. Why the fuck is Jameis Winston getting drafted there when he's not even on a team? I guess Fantasy Pros has not really adjusted that. So that kind of does make sense. If Jameis Winston lands on a team, round 7 is amazing value for him. If he was still on Tampa, I would have loved to make that pick. And then Matthew Stafford, to me, kind of makes no sense as well. Guys still like Josh Allen available. I love Josh Allen far more than any of those guys. And right here around the 7th round is where I would like to stick my flag in Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. I draft him in a lot of these mock drafts because I really feel strongly about him. He has a really good arm. His accuracy is eh, so-so, but his passing is great. He's just going to heave the ball a bunch of times, and his running is is great as well he finishes a top 10 quarterback in 2019 he had a 85 percent quarterback ratio in 2019 over 3,000 passing yards 20 passing touchdowns and nine rushing touchdowns of 510 rushing yards those rushing touchdowns are what you love to see and we love Josh Allen here for 2020 in a division that's going to be a lot easier than in 2019 because there's no New England Patriots to me, that will be competitive. So, after we went with Josh Allen, Philip he came off the board, followed by Carson Wentz, C.D. Lamb, and Kareem Hunt. So, the first rookie wide receiver comes off the board is C.D. Lamb. To me, that makes a lot of sense. He's probably the best wide receiver out of Oklahoma here, looking like the best wide receiver that is a rookie. Don't hate the value in the eighth round. So... Typically, we really are just going to wait on tight ends. Tight ends still available. J.R. Cook, Higby, Fan. You just fucking wait on those. You draft a draft quarterback in like the 7th, 8th, ninth round, and you just wait. You don't have to draft another quarterback or another tight end. Some people may advise drafting two tight ends if you're taking a bit of a risk late, and I don't hate doing that either, but I typically do not do that. We typically wait on the tight ends and quarterbacks here on this channel, but there will be videos where I actually draft a quarterback earlier or a tight end early to experiment to see what my team looks like, but typically, guys, I don't like that team when I end up doing that. So... Right now, through one, two, three, we're in the eighth round. Seven picks we have had already. We have Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Le'Veon Bell, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, David Montgomery, and Terry McLaurin. So, we've taken a very balanced approach. One quarterback, three running backs, three wide receivers. So, here we're going to load up on some running back talent here late in the draft. And To me, there is just an easy pick here, and that's David Johnson. I know I already have uh, DeAndre Hopkins, so it is a bit worrisome draft. Oh, no, never mind. That was just so stupid of me to say because David Johnson no longer – on the team. He got traded for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sorry for that. A bit of a brain fart there. But David Johnson in Houston, I love that move. I really love this move for David Johnson. They ran the ball a million times last year with some garbage ass Carlos Hyatt. They're going to run the ball a million times with David Johnson. Bob Bill O'Brien is going to want to prove everyone wrong. They're going to say David Johnson was good and they're going to hand it to him a million times. If he doesn't get hurt, he's going to be very much worth this eighth round pick. I think he is going to be a guy that you can get a value now if you're doing like best ball type of drafts. But come the season, I think he's going to skyrocket up to like the fourth third round and that's where I'm not going to be taking him but here late in the eighth round I love that value for David Johnson woo, woo, woo. so after we went with David Johnson Alshon Jeffrey came out the board followed by James White Darius Geist Sterling Shepard Mike Williams Robbie Anderson JK Dobbins Cameron Akers Robert Woods or not Robert Woods Robert Ronaldo Jones sorry Emmanuel Sanders Devonte Freeman Jerry Judy Brandon Cooks Melvin Gordon Darius Slayton, Tariq Cohen, Carlos Hyde, Darrell Henderson. Now Darrell Henderson is going to skimmy up draft boards. In the ninth round is amazing value for a potential running back one on a team. Obviously they trade Todd Gurley straight or they cut Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Devontae Freeman gets drafted in the ninth round but that man does not have a job right now. Do not draft these guys without jobs. I love Cam Akers' value in the 8th round. Cameron Akers is a guy out of FSU who had a garbage I mean garbage offensive line and was still able to do it. He's probably the best offensive lineman on the team and he was a running back. That's how good he was. So right here we're going to be looking for probably another running back or a wide receiver. Some running backs still available of name. We got guys like Sonny Michelle, Latavius, Murray. Some other running backs here we're going to go ahead and find the rookies down here. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire still available. AJ Dillon, Zach Moss, Jonathan Williams. Jonathan Williams is not a rookie. Those three rookies. So I do kind of like the value there. But I think I actually kind of want to go wide receiver here and take a bit of a shot here on a wide receiver. Here we're just gonna go with Justin Jefferson. I think that Justin Jefferson may find a spot on a team where he is going to get used. This is a round where he's going to get picked, and we're just going to throw the flyer out there. We've got a bunch of wide receivers I'm confident in. He's going to be my late-round flyer type of guy in the ninth round. I love Justin Jefferson's talent out of LSU. He proved to me to be a solid wide receiver, so I think this is who I'm going to pick here. If he ends up on a good team, that is going to be an amazing pick. So, after we went with Aaron Rodgers, or after we went with Justin Jefferson, Aaron Rodgers came out the board, followed by Miko Hardman, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, rookie running back out of LSU, and then Preston Williams. So, I did kind of want to go CEH Clyde Edwards Hilaire there. I think he is going to be a solid pass catching back in the league. So his value late in drafts is gonna be nice as long as he gets that opportunity. But here, I think I'm just gonna take a safety pick here. This is a safe pick. I know what Sony Michelle is going to do. I know Sony Michelle is going to get the ball on the team. I know he won't be that great, but I know if on a bye week if I need to fill in a rookie or fill in a running back, he won't be that bad, so that's who I'm going to take. And if somehow he blows up week one or week two, if this is a real league, you just fucking trade Sony Michelle because you know he's not going to return that value for multiple weeks in a row. Now they're gone with Tom Brady, so this team could look completely different. Maybe Sony Michelle gets the ball a zillion times a game. I don't really know how it's going to be. So we're just going to go ahead and hope maybe Sony Michel could do something. I don't love Sonny Michel, but he was really the only running back of name there. I guess I could have went with Jordan Howard, who's going to be a running the running back for the Miami Dolphins there, and I kind of wish I did that. But Jordan Howard will likely have another rookie running back drafted to be with him in sort of a split. So after we went with Sony Michel, Tyler Higbee came at the board, followed by Duke Johnson, Anthony Miller, Jordan Howard, Deontay Johnson, Curtis, Sam UL. I, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry I moved the screen right there on you guys. My bad. I want to try to fix the screen. But after we went with Sonny Michelle, Tyler Higby, Kenneth fall followed by Duke Johnson, Anthony Miller, Jordan Howard, Deontay Johnson, Jameson Crowder, Curtis Samuel, Golden Tate, Latavius Murray, Sammy Watkins, um... Naheem Hines, James Washington, Tyrell Williams, Jamal Williams, back-to-back Williams, John Ross, the Sauce Boss, Tevin Coleman, and Mike Licky, Amiga, Sikia, and then Drew Brees. So right now through, we are in the 11th round. I've got Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Le'Veon Bell, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, David Montgomery, Terry McLaurin, David Johnson, Justin Jefferson, Sony Michel. So we still need a tight end right here. How many teams have a tight end? So, if you've gone this roster watch thing, it'll tell you 10 teams have a tight end. Now, we just say, fuck it. We draft the tight end here. And we just hope that he's good. And we're going to actually go here with. Uh, it's so close between Jared Goff and no fan. Or Jared Cook and no fan. I think I'm going to go with Jared Cook here. It's very close to me. I think that Jared Cook could provide some games as a top five tight end. In New Orleans. I think that now that Jared Cook is not the second best wide receiver on the team, now they brought in Emmanuel Sanders, he could have more value this year because there's going to be less um, coverage on him. He did show sparks during the season of elite talent. So I think Jared Cook could be a solid option here late in drafts I'm not sure if I'd rather go with him or some other guys it's gonna be very close but that's who I went with in this draft so after Jared Cook from us came out the board Dallas Goder went then Titty Boy T Higgins Matty Ice Cam Newton now Cam Newton who knows where he is going to go I predict maybe he goes to the Patriots that would be a great landing spot for him and just so you guys understand if you wait on quarterback did in draft Josh Allen I drafted someone else let's see if I drafted Let's look at the draft. Where did I draft Josh Allen? I think it was the 7th or 8th round. 7th round. Say I skipped on Josh Allen, and I drafted a guy like Matt Ryan in the 12th round, and I had Josh Allen, and let's see. Josh Allen... Instead of Josh Allen, I had Kareem Hunt. I might like my team even more. But that's just how good the value is in a 12-team league. You can likely find a guy like Ryan Tannehill late in the draft that is going to be solid for you. Same thing could go with Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones. Big Ben stays healthy. He will be solid as well. People forget how good of a quarterback he is when he is healthy. So we're back here in the draft, we're going to probably go and grab another running back here. Uh, we have currently a bunch of running backs on the roster. We've got 1, two, three four, five. We've got four wide receivers, so we going to go ahead and grab at least another running back, if not two. And late in the draft, I like to grab someone else's handcuff here, or maybe even our own guy's handcuff late in the draft. And here, I just see tons of value in drafting Justin Jackson, who might potentially be... One two punch with Eckler. I know we have Eckler, but on some weeks we may be able to start Justin Jackson and Austin Eckler. And if Austin Eckler goes down, we have Justin Jackson. So amazing value for that there. I think Justin Jackson has shown flashes before, not this season. Well, technically last season. The season before that in 2018, when Melvin Gordon went down, him and Austin Eckler were playing amazing as a one two punch. So I think Justin Jackson, given he guessed the touches, could be an amazing asset to have in 2020 fantasy football drafts. If you guys want some more sleepers, just make sure to click that goddamn subscribe button because I'm pumping out content every single day. Every day. So, after we went with Justin Jackson, Baker Mayfield came out the board, then Antonio Brown. So, Antonio Brown in the 12th round proves value if he gets drafted. Or not drafted, if he gets picked up will he get picked up by anyone I don't know I thought he could potentially go to Tampa Bay and then Tampa Bay said fuck you you schmuck I'm not picking you up so where does AB go does he play in 2020 I don't know let me know down below in the comments if you guys believe that Antonio Clown plays in 2020 so after Antonio Brown went to Sean Jackson Noah Fant TJ Hawkinson Ian Thomas Janu Smith Danny Dimes Alexander Madison Ryan Tannehill Kenny Snills uh Jalen Samuel Rolls Royce Freeman Matt Breida Malcolm Brown Big Ben Roethlisberger Mitch Trubisky and Rashad Penny, don't be drafting Mitch Trubisky. And don't be drafting Uh yeah, just don't be drafting him. I mean Malcolm Brown might be more of a value than Darrell Henderson, if I'm being honest with you. Because Malcolm Brown last season was just scoring touchdowns at will and just taking in those touchdowns from Todd Gurley. So it is entirely possible that he's the back to own. But right now, I'd rather just stick that value in here. So either we're going to go with a running back or wide receiver here. I think we're probably just going to take a shot here on Corey Davis here. I know I hate Corey Davis. He's like the worst wide receiver in the NFL, but he may have the chance to break out given he gets more opportunity this season with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was working on being the backup quarterback last season, so he's getting more reps with a guy like AJ Brown, who was a rookie, and Corey Davis was up there getting first-team snaps with guys like uh, with a guy like Marcus Mariota in training camp, in OTAs, all that. So Corey Davis may have more potential to develop chemistry with Ryan Tannehill this offseason. So I'm going to go and take the shot at Corey Davis, but I hate him. I would not suggest you picking it. I would suggest you picking him because he definitely has value, but I hate the guy. I doubt I'll ever actually draft him. So after one with Corey Davis, Justice Hill came out with the board followed by Tony Pollard, New England defense, and the San Francisco defense. So we're going to go with a kicker here because we need a kicker and a defense. So we're going to scroll down here. Find a kicker. We're going to go with Harrison Boutker. Draft his ass. Where is he at? We're drafting Harrison Bucker. And then we're going to draft the defense. So the way you're going to want to draft a defense in fantasy football is quite easy. Once the schedules come out, it's much easier to figure out. Once it's more finalized in August, I'm going to make a video on which defenses to draft. But it's very easy. You find a defense. Go on Google NFL schedule week one. You find a defense playing a easy offensive opponent or a quarterback that throws interceptions. Something like that. Draft the defense playing that guy lock it in. Then week two, if they're playing a harder opponent, you know what you do? You cut them. It's that easy. You cut the guy, add a new defense the next week. It's that simple. That's what you're going to want to do. So we're going to go ahead and draft the highest ranked defense right now because the schedule is not out. So we're going to go with the New York football jets and then just hope for the best. So the draft completes. We got an 83 out of 100 a B, but that does not matter to me. You should not really give a fuck what draft grade you get because fantasy pros draft grades do not matter. The draft grade does not dictate where your fantasy team finishes because just so you know... Half these players probably won't be on my team when it comes to when you're in your championship. Half if not more, may not be on your team. So, the finishing roster, we got quarterback Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, and Le'Veon Bell, our running back core. We got DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore for the wide receivers. Our tight end is Jared Cook, our flex is Dave Montgomery, but in reality, it's probably Terry McLaurin. Our defensive kicker don't matter, so our bench is comprised of Terry McLaurin, David Johnson, Justin Jefferson, Sony Michelle, Justin Jackson, and Corey Davis. So, thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you end up enjoying, please make sure to click that subscribe button that's on me right now and down below in the description. There's a video above, there's a video to your left, and there's a video to your top left. Click on all those Videos. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a blessed rest of your day. Goodbye, friends.